0: hey there literary fans and welcome to episode 104 of jeff reads His book i am your host jeff and today we're reading chapter 10 of powerless a book i wrote in a month so if you want to get in touch with me, head over to Book.com. There's three ways right there on the page you can contact me. Email, Twitter, and something way dorkier. Yes, 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 because while you're there, you're going to want to go down right under those links or maybe above it. I don't know. I don't go to my own website. Uh, there's a way to buy some books that I wrote. Yes, two of the four books in this series thus far are Available for sale in Dead Tree or electronic format. And they're all terrible. (laughs) Although, I will say, I'm going to, all right, all right, all right. Let's rank them in order of good bookness. How about that, okay? I'm going to go, all right, follow me here. Bring Balance, best book in the series. Easily, Bring Balance. Okay, okay. Then, second best book, um... This is a bit of a toss. I think, yeah, I don't think it's that much of a toss-up. I'm going to say Homecoming. I mean, oh, yeah, Homecoming. Definitely Homecoming. Yeah, yeah. Because third would be Offworlder, which is a prequel to what we're reading today. And you can't buy that one because it's bad. (laughs) Wait, Offworlder you can buy. Homecoming you can't buy. Got to get Homecoming up there because it's number two on the top four books in this series. Um, And then by far the worst is the one we're reading today. Powerless. Oh, my God. So, if anybody's a regular listener, and nobody is, they might have noticed that uh, I skipped a week this past week. I don't know what happened. I just didn't do the podcast. What are you going to do? I mean, uh, it just got lost in the wash, I guess. So, here we are. We're finally getting to Chapter 10. Skipped a week. I'm being a little lazy. So, this is Wednesday that I'm recording it now. Woo! I'm going to try to edit it and listen to it today so I can get this bitch out the door. It is pissing me off. But, anywho, yes, yes, we are reading chapter 10. It's very, very exciting. Uh, I guess they should talk about it. Uh, I don't really have any other, like, things to lead in with, huh? Um, yeah, if you're in the U.S., uh, you know, the news makes it sound like the pandemic's winding down, uh. You know, aside from that, I know somebody who got the sickness, him and his father, like two days ago, so that kind of sucks. <laughs> I'm not real sure why they think the pandemic's ending, but okay. Uh, but, uh, you know, we have a lot of vaccines here, so I'm sorry if you live in another country. That kind of sucks. I'm not going to lie to you, that sucks, Uh it makes you feel better the vaccines we made here are a real pain in the ass so that's probably why you don't have them and it's not as nefarious maybe as people think uh wow what am i doing i'm defending pharmaceutical mega corporations fuck them i don't know all i'm saying is yes i'm fine things here are getting better i don't know that they're as good as people make them out to be but you know, I'm still wearing a mask when I go out because I feel like not wearing a mask makes you kind of a douchebag. Maybe I'm wrong on that. Am I wrong? I know they say we, if we're vaccinated, we don't have to wear a mask, but I still wear the mask. I don't know. I, I just don't want people looking at me like I'm a jerk. And I feel like um, people maybe would look at me with a mask on and think I'm a loser. But uh, two things about that. One, it's people that I don't want to associate with anyway. And two, a lot of people think I am a loser, so it doesn't matter. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah, that's all that's been happening, though. It's a nice rainy day um, down in the basement, all dry in the basement studio. The live studio audience is here. And uh, today we're going to listen to chapter 10. So chapter 10, 107 lines, and I wrote down one note. Uh, Nothing happens in this chapter. So it's a great one to come back off a break with because... You know, uh, if you listen to this, you're not going to be confused because there's going to be no action or interesting things occurring, blah, blah, blah. It's going to be super dull. (sighs) How can I live with myself writing these freaking chapters? They stink! They stink! Oh, they're so bad. All right. Well, I don't see any reason to delay this pain, so why don't we just go ahead and dive in to chapter 10. So for today's episode... I'm sipping on a little bit of some neat wild turkey Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. Ooh, Mm. It's very tasty. Uh, I've just been enjoying this bottle that I bought two weeks ago now? Jesus. Uh, I've been really laying off the hard liquor at night, which is, you know, that's good. Uh, You know what I've been like supplanting it with is this Lagunitas uh, Brewing Company makes... Uh, hop water. This uh, it's just hop. It's just that's all it says on the box. It's not alcoholic, uh, and it's like a seltzer, but they use they obviously infuse it with hops and just yeast, and it is really good. I am really enjoying it. It's a little pricey, but I can't get any like equivalents. I heard about this on another podcast, Hop Water, and uh, I'm really loving it. It's fantastic. Uh, so. I've been kind of trying to, like, supplant, like, when I feel the urge to, like, have another glass of whiskey. A little bit of the hop water is just delightful. I love it. Yeah. It's very good. You guys should try it out. Uh, It's a nice alternative. Doesn't taste, like, fake. Has real ingredients. It's not, like, some sort of wine cooler or, you know, any of those concoctions. It's actual stuff. Ah, whatever. What do you guys care? Anyway. Henry felt a hand on his right shoulder as he emerged from sleep. Alright, didn't Margot wake him up earlier? I don't know. Uh, okay. Swatting at it, he turned over to find Margot sitting on his bed, fully clothed and wide awake. Margot, when did you get here? You didn't sleep here, did you? He asked, slowly emerging from a daze. Wake up, I need you, she said. Henry sighed as he rubbed his eyes. Okay, I'm going to need a minute or two, but you can start stripping or whatever while I go to the bathroom. Gross! (laughs) Margot slapped his right shoulder and he yelped. Sorry, she said, scrunching her face. I forgot about the injuries. You need to be a little more gentle for a while if we're going to do this in the meantime, he said. Just a little, though. Trying to sit up, he saw her rise from the bed and look at the ceiling. Why would you think this is sexual, she yelled. Henry blinked, confused. He was sure he had misread something. It isn't? Ugh, God, what a perv. All right. No, it isn't, she said, crossing her arms. All right, I'm sorry, he said, looking at her. I just thought, ugh, don't, uh, let me see here. What did he say? I'm losing my place already. I'm getting too excited. All right, I'm sorry, he said, looking at her. I just thought, uh, don't you think there might be more important things I would be here for? She scolded, trying to calm her, because you get to walk on eggshells around this lady. Am I right, folks? He responded, yes. He considered adding a but and explaining that a similar scenario had played out in the past. Ooh, sexy, but he couldn't see any positive outcome to his justifying his initial reaction. Instead, he just waited until she calmed down, and maybe she would sit on the bed for a reasonable conversation. Instead, Margo remained standing and started. The elders believe the magistrates are holding much of their intelligence in Fogdor... Is that near Mordor, Henry asked, giggling? Haha, that's funny, because it sounds like... God damn it, this sucks. Sorry, all right. <laughs> um, do you see where I am on this? Because I don't. Um. Okay, is that near Mordor, Henry asked, giggling? Sorry, I had to page down. This is really going off the rails quickly. Okay, why don't we just buckle down and read this? Is that near Mordor? Henry asked, giggling. What? Margot asked with annoyance. It's from nothing. Just go on, Henry said, pleased with himself. Margot scowled at him. We need to go to Fogdor and steal what we can of their records, she said with her arms crossed. Henry's amusement subsided quickly when she said this. Why do we have to go? I thought we were safe again. Can't we just stay here for now? Then the reader said, do we really have to go somewhere and steal paperwork? That sounds like a terrible adventure. The author agreed. Henry, the magistrates are everywhere and sinking their claws into everything. We need to stop them, she said with conviction. With paperwork, the reader said. (laughs) Henry's mouth hung open in disbelief. He had finally been reunited with his bed, and his safety was, for the foreseeable future, secure. Why would she want to run off on a dangerous mission involving paperwork? Why is there a mission involving paperwork? God damn it! Margot, we just fought the magistrates literally feet from my bed, he exclaimed, making a show of where his bed was. Why would we set off on another adventure right now? They have to be stopped, Margot yelled. Henry finally got out of bed and stood facing her wearing almost nothing. Do they? I seem to remember us stopping them less than 48 hours ago. Oh, so you think that as long as they aren't bothering you, everything is perfect, she yelled back. I didn't say he started, but Margo interrupted. Yes, yes you did. I'll be outside. Try to make yourself decent. She crossed the floor of his tiny house to the door and stepped outside, slamming it behind her. Drinking break! Ooh. Baby, mm. we need a drinking break. If we're going on an exciting adventure involving stealing paperwork, <laughs> I mean, they said it's intelligence. I'm guessing it's not like a VCR tape. You know what I mean? If you don't know what one of those is, write into the show, Jeffreadsbook.com. I mean, I guess it would be a VHS tape, or if you're like weird, like Betamax, or if you're really weird uh Umatic, huh? Look that up. Okay. Umatic, it's a tape uh standard. Go for it. Okay. Doot doot doo do Ooh, who had a super VHS player? Anybody? The guy I lived with when I was in grad school, uh JR, he's JR Rules, don't get me wrong. But he did buy a super VHS player to go with his high def rear projection television. Yeah. Yeah. That dates a lot of things. It was high def. I think it was a 720, but Whatever. Uh, I don't know how good the Super VHS looked on it. I didn't... Uh, I don't know. What are you going to say about Super VHS? It's a standard that didn't catch on. So, what are you going to do? All right. Margot stood outside Henry's front door, fuming. Twice she started walking away before turning and going back to the door. She wanted to leave him behind to head out on this adventure alone and and to do what she knew was right without his constant complaining and what she now thought might just be selfishness. But she also knew that she needed him. An incursion of this magnitude would require a skilled warrior mage for when the situation got ugly. Grrr! she growled in frustration (laughs) and kicked one of the many empty bottles laying on the ground outside his house. Wow, he must look like the ultimate alcoholic, am I right? Hmm. Where was I? Looking around, she realized that his yard was still a catastrophe. Besides all his furniture and the empty bottles being outside, she could still see the seared ground where Pauline's ring of flames has had ignited. Yay! Does everybody remember that? That was fun, huh? Hmm, I'm gonna make a note. Um... Let's see. I got a uh, DQ. I want to, I got a discussion question coming up, right? Okay. All right. uh, This is hard to write one-handed while I'm trying to talk to you, not saying the words I'm writing. Try it. Try to write with, while talking different words. That wasn't even a sentence, I feel like. Okay. (sighs) <sighs> the sight made her laugh, despite how angry she was. Not only was the party fun, but the fighting had turned out to be hilarious, too. She thought the entire situation might remain legendary amongst the temple's mages. Henry's door opened, and he stepped outside, looking surprisingly put together for someone who had just woken up minutes before. That's something I can't pull off— Like, when I wake up out of bed, that that hair is a disaster. And, you know, as I've discussed before on this podcast, God forbid anybody not think I'm not cool. So, if my hair is even remotely out of place, I'm going to freak out. So, (laughs) that's why when I go to the grocery store, I wear a hat on Saturdays. Hmm, All right. Um... Doot, 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 uh, uh, Henry's door, uh, yeah, yeah. She turned to him with a smile on her face. What, he asked, clearly confused. Probably still a little pissed from her bitching at him, huh? You would be the worst neighbor, she said. Henry glanced around his yard, nodding. Come on, we need to see Janie and Pauline before we leave. She grabbed his arm and they walked away. At her house, she went directly to Janie's door and knocked. So we didn't at least have to listen to the story of them walking like a hundred yards. Sorry, I needed a drinking break because this book has no story. Um, Let me see. When nobody answered, she knocked harder until finally Pauline's door opened. Pauline stepped into their common living room looking much as Henry... Had mere minutes ago. All right, if we remember, Henry was wearing almost nothing, so that's great. Pauline's basically nude, too. Ah, <laughs> oh boy. And this room, their house sounds like a dormitory with a common room. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Pauline, is Janie here? Margot asked. Scratching her head with only one eye open, she said, I think so. She wouldn't leave this early. What's up, Henry. How often does she do this, Henry said, pointing at Margot. Like three or four times a week, Pauline said, walking to the kitchen area. We're all very used to it. Margot scowled at her friend. Second scowl of the chapter. So that, uh, what, is more than the number of magic incidents in this chapter? And only half as many incidents as in the whole book. We should start keeping track of Margot scowling. Potatoes. Magic and there was something else we were track. Oh meetings, yes, number of meetings they've been to. <laughs> uh oh shit. Screensaver. Okay. Uh three or four times. Margot scowled at her friend and opened Janie's door, stepping carefully to the side. After a book flew out of the door, Margot simply closed it, shaking her head. Turning back to Pauline, who was now eating old popcorn from the night before. Ooh, and do you know why I added that? Old popcorn from the night before? Fucking rules. (laughs) So I don't make like, I make microwave popcorn, but not in the stupid bags. I have this, uh, it's a microwave popcorn popper, but it's amazing. I don't know how to describe it. It's made out of some sort of weird space-age plastic that uh, somehow can withstand the uh, hell of having like Crisco melted in it, but oh, the popcorn it makes so greasy and delicious. Yeah, it's amazing. And uh, I grew up with it. My mom got me one when I moved out to go to grad school. And then, uh, what do I want to say? Uh, we still eat that popcorn. But if you have the self control to leave the popcorn out overnight, oh, and it's stale and like this, st- it's not warm anymore. So all the fat in it congealed and Ah, oh, so good. Uh, yeah, if you want my uh, popcorn recipe, right into the show. jeffreadsbook.com. This is taking forever, huh? This isn't even a long chapter. Uh, Margot scowled at her friend, book flew out the door. Turning back to Pauline, who was now eating old popcorn from the night before, Margot asked, "Could you do us a favor?" Pauline said, with a mouthful of stale snacks. Ooh, stale popcorn, yum. Could you clean up the remnants of the party around Henry's house? We have to leave, and it is a mess. Pauline nodded. And make Sleepyhead help, Margot said, smiling. Did you have fun at the party? Henry asked Pauline. Swallowing and pausing her shuffling popcorn into her mouth, she replied, Oh my god, yes! That was so much fun. Yeah, Pauline seems like more fun than Margot. What do you guys think? Right into the show, com. I feel like that's like, I've said that three times now. But yeah, Pauline does sound like more fun. Mm. Mm. Whatever. Um, Was that the first time you've been in a fight, Henry asked. Pauline shoved another handful of popcorn into her mouth and nodded, grinning. I thought it might be, Henry said, laughing. Ha-ha! That was his laugh. When she raised one hand in the air again and began jumping up and down, spilling popcorn, Margot started laughing at her. Stop, Margot yelled. You're getting popcorn everywhere. Would you people leave, Jamie's voice yelled from behind her closed door. All right, we have to leave, Margot said, trying to suppress her laughter. (laughs) We'll be back in a few days. A few days, Henry exclaimed. And that ends chapter 10. So what did I tell you? Nothing happened in that chapter. Am I right? I mean, what? They, Margo went, woke up Henry, they fought, and then they went to Margo's house. And Pauline ate popcorn. Yep. That was the plot line of that chapter. I think what's really shocking is, like, I spent a day writing that wow. And then I'm like, good work today. <laughs> you know what? I should take that back. I feel like I never say when I'm writing these, that was good work today. <laughs> never does that occur. And in fact, when I do think it's like a good chapter, I'm like, ooh, this is going to be good when you read it later, and it's really going to hit, you know? This is going to slap. Wow. It certainly doesn't. Or it's like very underwhelming afterwards. You're like, eh, ah, this kind of sucks. I mean, it doesn't really go anywhere or do anything. <sighs> I don't know, it's a bummer when that happens, but... All we got out of this was maybe some mild character development. We didn't really see... uh, Or or what I want to say. Um, We got to see a little more Pauline. She's like a bit character in this this book, or in this book series, that... I don't know. I feel like, is she... She like just one dimensional. I don't know. I can't even give her a dimension because she doesn't seem to be anything in these. You know, she's just there. Huh. I don't know. I guess it's character development. You know, she's a little bit. What am I? Why am I even bringing her up? I don't know. Eh. Whatever. She's fine. I guess. Whatever. She. You could have a uh, strong supporting actress player in the movie adaptation. Who would be Pauline? Right into the show, com. In that case, you know, like, right into the show with who, like, Henry would be or Margo. I'd really be interested to see what people write for that. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know what anybody would say. Like, I can picture the two of these idiots in my head. And um, I'm interested to see, like, who, who you would cast, I guess, as each of them. Because... I'm guessing it's like way off what I'm picturing. <laughs> just, you know, just you know, guessing here, but whatever. All right. All right. So that was a, you know, I, I guess it wasn't a bad chapter. It was just dull. Nothing freaking happened. So, all right. All right. So I got some discussion questions to close out this chapter where nothing freaking happen, happened except Margot scowled twice. Okay, Here we go. First question. You know what? I wrote this as a note during it, and now I'm not exactly sure how to phrase it as a question. Okay. So, Henry has, like, his furniture outside. Uh, So, this is going to be, like, a two-parter, right? Because he brought his, like, kitchen table out to put all the booze on and all his chairs. Uh, Question 1A. Do they have lawn furniture in the world of magic, right? And uh, so, you know, this would be, like, purpose-built outdoor furniture. Uh, yeah, just, I I guess it could be made out of wood and I guess it would be in the world of magic. I feel like they don't have injection molding technology in the world of magic, but I could be wrong, you know, and you could build it still. You could build it out of like, uh, you could build out of metal. I mean, I think they have iron working in the world of magic, let's say, and you could make like fabric strips and then you could like approximate like those aluminum lawn chairs that you unfold, right? And, uh, part one, one question, one, part B, blah, 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 I can't speak question one, part B, do you own any lawn furniture? And if so, what? Like at this point we have like a patio set outside. That's very nice. It's aluminum, but you know, not the foldy kind. And then I have like a whole bunch of those, uh, plastic chairs that, uh, you know what I'm talking about? They're the plastic outdoor chairs. Mine are green. Cause the white one's stain. But uh, they're the kind that if you leave them outside and then it rains, you get like the little puddle of dirt once it dries right where your ass would go. And then you don't want to sit in them because they're dirty right there. And if you do sit in them, it might give you like this big dirt stain right on the back of your butt that's obviously too high to be like a sign that you pooped your pants, but still people will actually, if they're friends or your enemies, they'll joke that you pooped your pants, even though it's probably a solid six inches above your butthole. But uh, you know those chairs. Yeah, those chairs. (laughs) I got like four of those. Yeah, I think so. But none of them are outside because of the butt thing that we just discussed. Yeah. I do like finding when somebody drills holes in them, so the water drains and I'm like, yeah, yeah, you have the same problem as me. You want everybody to think you're cool and not to think you pooped your pants. <laughs> okay, all right, question two. All right, so we did discuss in length Pauline eating the stale popcorn from the night before. Why there was popcorn from the night before, we don't know, because they don't have, like, movie night. There's no. Are there magic movie projectors or TVs or super VHS tape decks? I don't know. I'm not real sure on that. Uh, Whatever you guys think, write into the show, jeffreadsbook.com. That's not the goddamn question, though. My question is, what is your favorite leftover party snack? So I was thinking about this as I wrote it for those, you know, one and a half seconds while I was doing that. And uh, I I did point out I do love popcorn. Popcorn freaking rules as a leftover party snack. Uh, What else? Um... You know what? I'm going to say, like, stale, like, cheese puffs, like cheese doodles and stuff like that. They freaking kick ass the next day still. I I like them, even when they're a little stale. I'll freaking eat through them. You're still getting that powdered cheese in your system. What? Well, I mean, that's what it's all about, really. I like those. Those are good as, like, uh, just left out overnight party snacks. Um, hmm. What else, yeah, I mean that's why I'm asking you guys right into the show, you know what's a good leftover party? I guess it's a you could call it a snack, uh beer, yeah, and I say that because, like if you're hosting a party, you know, maybe you don't get bud light you maybe you're going a little highbrow, like if I go home for Christmas and my dad gets beer for the party, sometimes he gets like an expensive mix pack or. People bring, like, expensive mix packs home. Beer I would never in a million years pay for. And then I get to drink them for, like, a week, because, you know, there's, like, 36 beers left over from the party, all sitting in the cooler, lukewarm, full of water. So then I have to, like, uh, strategically place, like, three of them in the fridge that's already chock full of the uh, party's lasagna and, uh, I don't know, stuffed mushrooms that didn't get finished. Yeah, so you got a jam—oh, and all, like, the creamer from the coffee, because this aunt likes this freaking International Delights creamer, and somebody insisted on keeping the, what, Glen Ellen giant bottle of freaking Pinot Grigio in the fridge, too, that's only got, like, three glasses of wine left in it, and that's clogging the fridge— And you're, you know, you're trying to squeeze in that, like, Ipswich Brewing Company uh, Nut Brown Ale so you can have it with lunch. Even though lunch, you should probably be eating it in the next hour because it's already 11 a.m. when you got up. And you still haven't gotten the damn shower because your sisters are staying here, too. And your parents, when they... Got a new water tank, decided that the 40 gallon would be fine. And now there's no goddamn hot water and it's December and you're trying to take a three minute shower and you're freaking freezing and you can't find a towel because your sisters used them all because your nephew spilled water all over the floor of the bathroom when they were playing with the squirt guns that your parents thought was a good idea to buy their grandchildren. Yeah. So, leftover beer, very good as well. Anyway... Uh, those are the discussion questions this week, so if you have an answer to them, why don't you write into the show? You head over to com, and right there, there's three ways to get in touch with me. You can hit me up on email at jeff at rainbow-100.com. You can hit me up on mastodon at jeff at dot 100com and you can hit me up on Twitter at Fortran Jeff, all one word, no spaces, no underscores, none of that horse shit, yeah. And uh, yeah, right into the show, because I haven't heard from anybody in a freaking, I don't know, I, in a damn long time, even Laura hasn't been providing the audible feedback, which uh, makes me worry that she doesn't like the podcast anymore, but I'm very nice to her, I am I feel like I'm complimentary, like she gets upset when I, well now she's going to be upset that I said she gets upset at the podcast, but Well, all I'm trying to say is you shouldn't be upset. I think it's funny when you tell me that, um, let me see. I don't know what I've bitched about on the podcast before. like, uh what? Clearly we have different standards of what the stovetop should look like after dinner. <laughs> I guess maybe I've bitched about that, but, like, when I say things like that, like you'd like it cleaner, it's not like I'm trying to get you mad or anything, and I don't think anybody thinks you're a crazy woman or anything like that. Uh, it's just, uh I think it's fun content for the podcast. That's right. Fun content. And... Regardless, you're the only one listening, Laura, right? Unless you're not Laura, you're not the lovely Laura upstairs, Right into the show, Book.com. My God, this podcast is off the rails today. Anyway, that about does it. So until next time, keep on reading.